The average person has hundreds, if not thousands of thoughts a day. You know, constantly our mind is being bombarded with thoughts and the problem for most of us is we think they're true. Things like, oh, I'm such an idiot, I'm so stupid, I can't believe I did that, um, no one's ever gonna love me, no one's ever gonna marry me, um, why can't I stop thinking like this? I wish I could have more positive thoughts. Why does this always keep happening to me? Oh, this is never gonna change. These negative thoughts keep bombarding us. But you know what? What most of us do is we hear those thoughts and we think those thoughts in our head and we believe them to be fact. We think they're actually true. They have a truth to them, like a factor, you know, element, even though they're just thoughts. What can we do to stop this negative loop of overthinking and think more positively? We're gonna talk about exactly. <laughs> like glasses. They are the lens in which we see the world. If we think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is grim and difficult and our life is difficult, then we're going to see it that way. If that's the way we think, we're going to see everything that happens during the day that way. But if we think well of Allah, like how Abu Huraira who says that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah tells us I am as my servant thinks of me. So if we are thinking that way, that's the way we're going to see the world. Likewise, if we're thinking well of Allah and well of the world and people and humanity, everything's gonna see a bit brighter, even if it's difficult. And that's the problem. That sounds really good and everything, but most of us don't see it in a positive way, but we would love to. So today we're gonna to talk about how you can get unstuck from your thoughts. There's an actual method that you can use. We're gonna teach it really quick today. It's part of a larger method that I teach inside of an entire emotions course that we have in mindful education. Today, we're gonna to give you a snippet of kind of like an exercise activity, new approach you have to your thoughts and exactly that. If you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima. I'm the host of the Mindful Muslima Speaks podcast and we teach women all over the world how to go from surviving, just being stuck in your thoughts and all the overwhelm to thriving, actually becoming women of impact because you feel awesome about your situation and can approach life in a healthier, more mindful way in the balance of the Quran and Sunnah. So let's get started. Let's talk about how you can get unstuck from your thoughts and start to take charge, take off those glasses and see your thoughts for what they really are instead of what you believe they are. So today we're going to learn this powerful um, skill of being able to pull away from your thoughts. It is a great fighter for anxiety and depression. It's going to help you to look at your thoughts kind of like from the outside as opposed to being smothered and swallowed by them. And it's going to help you to learn how to separate yourself from your thoughts a little bit. So if you're like most people, your thoughts can be overwhelming, but that's totally normal. It's actually biological. As a matter of fact, I go really deep into it inside of a free class that I have on this, where I talk about how our emotions work a long time ago. I was crippled by depression and suicidal thoughts. Even though I was a good practicing Muslim, this is totally normal. It doesn't mean you have a weak state of Iman. It just means that there's something that's going on that is off and your body is signaling to you that it's not right. So I had to learn how to take control of my thoughts, which is part of what I'm teaching you today. So this is a small snippet of a bigger program that I have. I have an actual free class and a bigger program. If you're a person who feels like once you're here today, this is something you want to go even deeper in, I have some links below how to get more information and inshallah business Ta'ala, more than welcome to join all the other women who are doing the same work. But I just want you to feel good that there's nothing wrong with you. These are a set of skills that you simply can learn 
Anyone can learn. It doesn't matter. Anyone can learn by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once you know them, you can take back control of your thoughts and you just do it a little bit at a time. All right. So let's go into a bit of it right now. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is looking at our thoughts as something that is like, they're not necessarily facts. They're not things that are necessarily true. Oftentimes so many thoughts come in our mind and we just assume they're true, but who are we to say they're true? And I'll give you an example of this. For example, some women say, I'm never gonna find a guy. I'm never gonna get married. There's just no good guys out there. Or I'm not lovable. For whatever reason, they think they're never gonna find a spouse. But what you have to do is you have to stop yourself and ask yourself, is that true? Is that really true? Can I say 100% fact that that's true? Now, no one should be able to answer that because nobody knows the ghaib, nobody knows the unseen. It's impossible to predict the future. We're gonna learn a bit more how to do that, but I wanna do that first with a story. Let's start a story that you might've heard or you can might totally relate to that you've gone through in your own version of it. And I'm gonna tell it by a sister that I've spoken to before. We'll call her Layla to kind of, you know, conceal her identity. And the thing with Layla is, every time Layla was with her in-laws, she was constantly feeling like self-conscious and worried. Like every time she was with them, she was like, oh, you know, I don't wanna hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want anybody not to like me. I don't wanna have a problem with anyone. You might've had that too with certain friends or coworkers or something like that. So there was one particular Eid where she went there for the Eid celebration and one part of the family wanted her to go one place and the other part of the family wanted her to go the other. They were suggesting, you know, they were going separate ways. And she didn't know what to choose. She was like, oh, if I go with these, they're gonna be mad at me here. If I'm gonna go with this group, they're gonna be mad at me here. And she was just like, oh, stressed. So of course she had to end up making a decision. So she did end up going with one group, but the whole time she really couldn't enjoy herself. All she could think about was, are the other people mad at me? What are they thinking? Oh my gosh, I bet you they're saying something. I bet you this, I'm gonna hear this later. And it was just like, she couldn't be in the moment. She couldn't enjoy herself. She just literally was thinking about that so much. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had this thing where you have to make a decision and you know some people might not be happy with it and it upsets you that you're gonna be making them unhappy or you might hurt their feelings or they might think things about you? Has that ever happened to you? Now, when we think about Layla's story, we pull back from it a second, we learned two things about her and this is what I talked to her about. The one thing was she was focusing so much on these thoughts that in the moment, in any moment of any situation in her life, she couldn't be present in the moment. And that's so important, right? With muraqaba, with mindfulness, we're taught by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be in the present, not to live in the future, worrying what if, not to live in the past, hemming and whoring over, oh, I shouldn't have done that in defeat. We're supposed to live in the moment and really enjoy and embrace. And she was blocking herself from doing that. So in every life situation, she couldn't find joy and happiness and you know all of that. Does that make sense? So that was the first thing that she was going through. The second one was, as we spoke to each other about it, we realized she had an unconscious, unspoken rule that she had to make everybody happy or that everybody had to be happy with her. Now, that's kind of impossible and that's a huge pressure. And I talked to her about that. I said, do you realize that you're having this rule, right? And she realized it. She's like, yeah, I am. I just think that I'm supposed to make everybody happy all the time. Everybody be, has to be happy with every situation that I decide. But is that really possible in life? Is everyone gonna love every decision you make? It's not. So that's a huge pressure. And it's a pressure that she was putting on herself. Not that Allah gave her. 
Not that those people even gave her. And that's the other thing. An additional thing, if we can really think about it, is that she was creating worries and experiences that may not even be true. Those people might've been just enjoying themselves in the other room, not even thinking about her decision that she made, but she spent the whole day letting it weigh her down. You get me? This is something that she has to learn how to separate herself from her thoughts, and that's what we did. I worked on is the fact that she's constantly thinking about this rule that she has this unspoken rule about I have to make everybody happy with me or everybody has to feel good who's around me no one can ever feel bad that's an extreme pressure and I'm sure you yourself if you could think about it right now you might have some unspoken rules some things that are making you feel like hmm like for example like the one we just talked about that might be you or maybe that's not you maybe you have another unspoken rule but you haven't really gotten to the point of thinking on it. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to reflect, right? To think. If we never have quiet moments, right? And we're always on our phone, how are we going to think about these things and then dissect and figure them out? So once she realized she had that rule, we talked to each other. Sorry, McCain, sorry, because I breathed in my naqab. So once we decided that she had that rule, we said to ourselves, is that rule benefiting us? And we realized it wasn't. It was keeping us stuck and negative and overwhelmed. So we said, what can we do instead? What can we think instead? So what we did was we helped to replace that rule with another rule that was Islamically aligned. So instead we said, um, I can't stop everyone from thinking that, but what I can do is I can make sure I'm gonna be kind and mindful with them about how I treat them. Like I can't make everybody feel happy that's not possible. I can't make everybody feel okay with every decision I make. That's not possible. But I'm gonna instead consciously always be as kind and empathetic and caring about them as much as possible in every decision I make. Isn't that reasonable? You doing your very best by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Absolutely. All right, so now what I want you to do is I wanna practice just one or two quick exercises to help you kind of make this part of your repertoire where we're gonna pull outside of our thoughts and look at them for what they are. We're not gonna consider them facts. So we're gonna think about our thoughts in a way where we can pull back and instead of looking them as true, we're gonna look them as just thoughts and we're gonna get deeper into that in a moment. So for the next one minute, I want you to pause this if you have to, one minute. I want you to write down every thought that you're having right now. I just want you to recognize the thoughts you're having. Like we just said a lot right here. Whatever those natural thoughts, like whatever, I'm thinking right now that this is super insightful. I'm thinking right now that I never thought about this before. I'm thinking right, just start writing like just free write if you're driving in a car, obviously don't write. But if you, I'd be like, if you could go back and do this later on when you're quiet, like really, really, I encourage you free write exactly what you're thinking right now. Just be aware of the fact that you have thoughts pouring. Like you might, you might have had 20 thoughts since I started talking, but we're not catching them. Like, what are you thinking right now? Just pause it right now and take a, a pen and just write them down. All right, so now that you wrote those thoughts down, I want you to look at them again and I want you to insert a phrase, which is, I'm having the thought that. So for example, let's pretend you think that you did something right now that really hurt um, your cousin's feelings. Like, oh my gosh, that probably hurt their feelings. Like they didn't say it hurt their feelings. You're just having that thought that that's what probably happened. So I want you instead to have this, insert this phrase. I'm having the thought that it might hurt their feelings. And then I want you to ask yourself, do I know that to be true? Do I know that to be 100% true? Can I say that that is a 100% fact? 
Or could that just be like a passing thought? Now, here's the, here's the beautiful thing. Once you take it from a fact and you switch it to a thought, just a thought, it gives it less validity, right? So here we're saying, oh my gosh, you know, I probably hurt her feelings. Is that true? Hmm, stop. Now I'm having the thought that I might've hurt her feelings. But am I sure that it's true? No, you can ask yourself. I'm not, I'm not sure that's 100% true. No, I'm not sure. So now you could use it as a thought and not a fact. That alone allows you to separate yourself from your thoughts and take back control over them, okay? Now we're gonna do one other thing. Another thing that we can do, number two, for when we're having these negative thoughts, is we can give them a name. We can call them what they actually are. So for example, let's pretend every time, you know, this week you've been having like a lot of thoughts when you get in these particular situations, instead of just letting those thoughts flow and keep coming and going, oh, 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 I'm feeling bombarded by them, we're gonna start to label them. So for example, let's pretend you started off the day okay, but then all of a sudden you get these negative anxious thoughts, right? And you're gonna start to, to label it a name, give it a fun name, like Negative Nancy or like Moody Marsha. Like I'm just making up a name. I know those are very like Western names, but I'm just giving you an example and think of something fun. Like you have a negative thought and you're like, here's Moody Marsha trying to ruin my day again. Here's negative Nancy always making me see the worst of things, even if it's not that bad. Like I want you to recognize that thought as this negative bombarding bullying thing that you can swish away to, it doesn't mean whatever they're coming at you with is a fact. It's just a thought. See, we're pulling back control. Just that slight of perspective is enough to pull you out of that moment and feeling like these are real, these are really happening. And that's super key. So today we learned that not every thought we have is fact. And the way we can control those thoughts are by separating ourselves from them and calling them what they are just thoughts. We can even recognize them as little bullies that come to bother us during the day. But what I want you to do from now on is every time you have those negative thoughts, just think to yourself, it's just a thought. I don't have to act on it. I don't have to believe it. And I don't have to take it as fact. And you can remind yourself every time you can pull back, don't forget and say, you know, this is, I'm thinking this thought. I'm having this thought, like literally say it for what it is. It's just a thought. It's not a fact. I'm thinking that she might be upset. I have the thought that but is that really true? Is it 100% true? And then you can decide, this is the fun part. You can decide to keep it if you think it's gonna benefit you or to let it go. You can say, no, I'm gonna let that thought go. I'm gonna take control of myself. And now it sounds like you're talking to yourself in your head, right? But you are, that's okay. Have these conversations, it's necessary. Because once you do them enough, it'll become unconsciously better. But in, when you first are doing this switch from negative to more conscious thinking, you wanna make sure that you're talking yourself out of it. And then eventually it'll come in fast and you'll be like, and you'll be able to get rid of it a lot faster, but it takes practice. So be kind to yourself and just think about your thoughts as optional. They're not necessarily fact. You can keep them, you can buy them, or you can let them go. You have complete control. Once you understand how to use your mind, how it works and how you can take back control with these little skills, you're gonna find a lot of your anxiety is gone, the depression and the, the fear and worry of yourself in relationships with other people, they just get so much more positive. You could do it, you can take back control. It's a gift of a less penna without it. For our body, we have to understand our body, learn about our body and how to use it, all right? I hope this was helpful. Like I said, we have tons more of this inside of our free class and our program is down below. But for today, I want you to go on the week practicing keeping your thoughts or letting them go, recognizing them for what they are, and trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that things are gonna be good. Think well of Allah, think well of yourself, and have an amazing, amazing week.